and welcome to the Bendy Fork Kitchen and our audio recipe for a Guinness pie. Guinness pie is a huge family favorite here and it's something I cook an awful lot of. Um, I tend to opt for putting it all in the slow cooker and having the meat tenderized down and then finishing it off with the caramelized onions and the pastry and popping it in the oven then for a quick 35 minutes to uh, cook it and finish it off for dinner time. So it's the perfect recipe if you have a busy household and you have a lot on, this is great. It takes a minimal amount of effort to prep and then it'll just beautifully cook all day. And then the last it'll um, hit in the oven uh, with the pastry in the evening. So it's really, really perfect from that perspective. The caramelized onions really make this dish because that lovely caramel sauce and the sweetness on the onions just go down into that lovely rich Guinness gravy. So it's such a beautiful combination and with the meat so, so tender. So it's always a great hit and it's always a great favorite at parties or gatherings or dinner parties. And um, not to mention, you know, cold winter's days. And when you need that bit of comfort, it, it is super, super dish to make. Um, I've made it for dinner parties with crusty bread and loads of mashed spuds. And it's so easy to do. You can do it even the day before and just finish off with the pastry part um, on the day of, of a family dinner. And it's just so little hassle. Uh, so I would highly recommend giving it a try if you can. Now, if you're a vegan or vegetarian, you can swap out the meat and replace it with oyster mushrooms, which are a really, really good substitute for meat if you're not a meat eater. And I have done it that way. I was vegan for a while, so I have actually done it that way. And it's beautiful. And I will alternate sometimes whether I use meat or whether I use um, a vegetarian version with really nice king oyster or oyster mushrooms. And I'd recommend even giving that a go if you want to do kind of a meat free day. Um, during the week, but you want everyone to think they're eating the big meaty, hearty dish. Um, it's it's worth a try. So what are you going to need? Um, very, very simple ingredients, really. Um, beautiful Irish beef, I would definitely say, but I'm uh, just trying to, try and get nice beef. So you're going to need about 800 grams of cubed beef. So you can go with chuck beef is fine um, you don't have to spend lots of money on the beef. So once it's suitable for slow cooking, make sure you ask your butcher that it's suitable for slow cooking and do try and trim it if they give you um, a fatty piece. So 800 grams of cubed beef. I normally cut mine about half an inch to an inch uh, for cooking. It tenderizes, so it's fine. Three tablespoons of plain flour. You may need more just to toss the beef in. Have a little bit of extra to hand. One can of Guinness, about 440 mils to 500 ml can of Guinness. If you're in Ireland and you can get the traditional bottle stout, which is one of the only places you can get traditional bottled Guinness stout, um, then use that because that gives an even better flavor. Six medium onions thinly sliced, 600 grams of button or chestnut mushrooms quartered, one tablespoon of tomato paste, three tablespoons of Worcestershire sauce, one beef or mushroom stock cube. You can use either. Two cloves of garlic crushed, four tablespoons of soft brown sugar. I use a Muscovado sugar, but you can use kind of any kind of soft brown sugar is fine. 50 grams of butter, 
one tablespoon of olive oil and a dash of olive oil for putting in with the butter when you do the onions, one cup of water and then your pastry. So if you're opting for a lid only, then you will do a one roll of pre-made puff pastry. And if you want a pie that has a base and a top, then get the puff pastry plus one of the pre-made short crust pastry if you want to have the base. When I make it, I just do a lid. I don't do the, the bottom bit. Then you do one teaspoon of fresh thyme. Dry thyme will do fine. And salt and pepper to season. So that's all your ingredients. Now, when I make it, I do it in a slow cooker. And now I have two types of slow cooker. One is my Instant Pot Duo slow cooker, which has the function to saute and then slow cook. And then my old slow cooker or crock pot doesn't have that function. So I would do all the sauteing part on a pan on the hob and then just transfer it over into the slow cooker. Either option is fine. Use what you have. It's no problem. What I would say is don't cook this in a pressure cooker because when you release the pressure valve, the Guinness will spew out everywhere, as has happened to me, and you will end up with Guinness all over your ceiling and, and everywhere. It's not worth it. So just stick with it as a slow cook would be my recommendation. So first thing you're going to do is you're going to prep all your ingredients and have everything laid out in front of you. Then if you're using a saute slow cooker, as in one that has both functions, put on your saute function in your Instant Pot Duo. So turn it to saute and let it warm up. If you have a slow cooker that does not have that function, put your pan on and then turn your slow cooker on high so that it warms up. So you can saute in your pan and then transfer everything over to ensure that your slow cooker is warmed when you do the transfer. Now you're going to season and toss your beef in the flour, just a light toss because you want to actually um, get everything nice and coated with the flour for sealing. Do it in small batches so that the flour doesn't become clumpy. And put on your pan at a medium heat, adding some olive oil into it, and then seal your beef in small batches and set aside on a plate. Don't do all together. Small little batches is better. It won't take you very long. I mean, a minute or two and it's, it's all done. Now, when your beef is sitting resting and it's all sealed and that job is done, you're going to want to, at some point, deglaze the pan because there's loads of goodness there. So what we're going to do is into our pan or our saute pot, we are going to add the garlic and we're going to stir that around for a little bit with a little bit of water in it just to kind of help move all that glaze that has stuck to the bottom of your pan. Add a little bit of water just to stop it catching. Do that for about a minute. You don't want your garlic to burn, so really watch it. Um, and if after 30 seconds you think it's good, then move on to the next step. I find when you're using an electric hob or a gas hob or a saute function in an instant pot, the timings are very, very different. So you really kind of have to keep an eye on it. So between 30 seconds and a minute it seems to be fine to get that garlic, you know, just where you need it to be. And then the deglazing. Now you're going to add in your mushrooms, your tomato paste, your Worcestershire sauce and a splash of the Guinness into the pan. And you're going to mix everything around, deglazing the pan 
all the time because we're trying to get that glaze ready for the slow cook. And if you're using an instant pot duo, you don't want that to have burnt onto the bottom of your pan. And if you're, you know, using a, a pan on a hob to transfer over, all the goodness is in that deglaze. So you don't want that left behind when you transfer it over. So once you've deglazed everything, <clears throat> you're now ready to move on. So that didn't take very long. And what you're going to do is you will turn off your pan. If you're using the Instant Pot Duo, switch it off, press cancel, because now you're going to move from the saute and pan functions and method to the slow cook. Okay, so everything has been sealed and sauteed at this point. And now we are going to move to the slow cooker part of the process. If you're using a slow cooker that doesn't have a saute function, this is the time where now you transfer your beef and all the ingredients that are in that pan go into your slow cooker along with the remainder of the Guinness. Job done. If you are using an Instant Pot Duo, what you will need to do is you've pressed cancel. You will just need to add into the pot your meat and your Guinness. Job done. And just give everything a nice coat of the Guinness and make sure it's all covered. Okay. Pop on your lid. If you're using the Instant Pot Duo, you want to put it on slow cook for three to four hours. I tend to go with the four hour, to be honest, because it's slow cooking. It doesn't really matter when it's in an Instant Pot Duo. It keeps it all beautiful. and It's not going to dry out. If you're using a normal slow cooker, put it on the same low and slow. And for three, three hours, three to four hours is fine. I would certainly check it after three hours. It might be good and ready um, at that point. And you, when you have a, just a normal slow cooker, I do find that like a crock pot, you kind of need to keep a little eye on it every hour or two, just throw your eye on it to make sure it hasn't dried out. That problem doesn't occur with an instant pot for some reason. I think it's because the condensation continues to build up in it. Um, but generally, it just looks after itself. Okay, so that's now cooking. You can go off and about your business for the day and uh, leave it there and get on with whatever you need to do. And the only two steps that are left is the onions and the pastry. You know, cooking it as an actual pie. So you can do your onions straight away and leave them sitting there waiting for the three or four hours. Or you can do the onions a little bit closer to making it into a pie itself. I do the latter. I tend to make the onions before I put the pie together. Because sometimes you can find that the onions can get a bit sticky. That's my preference. So we're going to move on to preparing the onions. The onions are very, very easy to prepare. All you need is a pan and put your pan on a medium heat. Throw in the butter and let your butter melt. Into the butter, put all of your onions and get them nicely covered with all that beautiful butter. If you think there isn't enough butter covering your onions, add in a little bit more. I'm a devil for butter. So add in a little bit more. You want them to be nicely coated. Because once they begin to sweat down, you're going to pour in over, sprinkle the whole thing with all that beautiful sugar. And you want to make sure that everything is nicely covered and you have a little bit of liquid, this caramelly liquid. You don't want it to be sticky. You want it to have this lovely, lovely caramelly liquid. So a little bit extra butter isn't going to do any harm at all. 
and just coat that. Make sure it's all nice and covered. About five minutes would do it, even slightly less. Just keep an eye on it that it's not catching on the pan, that it's not burning on the pan, and you are stirring it the whole time. Okay, so that is your lovely onions, sweet, sweated down with this really nice caramelization on them from the sugar and the butter together. Turn that off the heat and leave it to one side. Okay. If you're doing your pastry base, if you're going with the double double pastry option, preheat your oven to 200 degrees. Put your short crisp pastry into your pie dish. Layer it with your baking beans and blind bake it for about 15 minutes is good. Okay, you know your own oven. So blind bake it for about 15 minutes. Once it is blind baked, take it out. Your meat and everything else should now be done. So press cancel on your slow cooker and remove the inner pot if you're using an Instapot Duo or if you're using a slow cooker that has an Insta, uh, a removable in interior. Take them now off the heat and you just want to pour the meaty mixture into the pie. Now, what I will say is sometimes you can find that you have a lot of gravy. It, that really depends on the beef you're using. So I tend to use a slotted spoon, a big slotted spoon, and I spoon out all the meat mixture first so that I layer my pie dish with all of the meat mixture and then I pour all the lovely great Guinness gravy in over it. And it's just a covering point because any extra gravy I have, I just put it on the table with the dinner and people can add their own after that rather than the pie getting too soggy. Any extra gravy that you have will also freeze beautifully. So I then put it in sterilized containers and I put it in the freezer if I have too much of it or I have extra that wasn't used. And I then use it as a gravy for steaks or roast beef dinner or something. So it won't go to waste. OK, so slot it all out that meat, slot it into your pan or into your pie dish, should I say. And then just slightly cover it with the actual gravy juice. OK, now what do you do with the onions? All you do then is you get your onions and you layer your onions on top of the beef. Make sure you get all that lovely caramelization onto it. And you just layer that there and you pop the lid on with the puff pastry lid for your pie. And you give it a nice egg wash and you pop that into your preheated oven for about 30 minutes, 30, 35 minutes until it's beautifully puffed and golden on the top. And that is your pie done. OK, so what do we serve it with? Well, in our house, we serve it with beautiful mashed spuds and crusty crunchy bread because you need the bread for mopping up all that lovely gravy now my mother made mashed potatoes a very particular way and i make it that way and i think a lot of irish mothers made it this way which is your boiled potatoes and when they are boiled and ready and nice and soft you warm up a little bit of milk and into the mashed potatoes you put some warmed milk good dash of warmed milk a big dollop of butter and an egg and salt and pepper and you mash it and beat it all up and they become very very creamy and silky and that's how my mother made mashed spuds and that's how i make mashed spuds and that is what i serve my guinness pie with so serve it with some lovely mashed potatoes the extra gravy juice and the pie itself and that is a party winner hands down every time and if you have a crowd 
add in some crunchy bread as well. And you can't go wrong with that for a beautiful family meal. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you try it and let me know how you get on. And if you've any questions or queries about the method or the type of um, equipment that you want to use or the way you want to cook it, just pop me through a message. You can leave me an audio message. You can leave me an email or a comment on the blog at thebendyfork.com and I will get back to you as soon as I can. So slauncha and, and enjoy.